amigos. Welcome along, ahoy. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. My name's Dan. This is your favourite fact podcast. We have nine facts for you every single week. We try and sort them into something you want to tell your mates that's worth passing on or into the bin of nonsense. On my end this week, got stuff about horsepower, about pirates, and genuinely one of the best facts I've ever heard. Big claim. It's coming up. Connor is also here. Yeah, we're going to talk about a film you starred in, which I'm excited for. Kate Winslet, and we're also going to talk about Guinness World Record. I started really up as well, and you've kind of brought me down, you've mellowed me out here. Do you know what? It's this new, we've got we've got a new studio set up for anybody. You might re- realise that I look lovely, Dan and Mark, but the heat from these lights. Ooh, you've been here a minute. Yeah, I'm hot. More first world problems on the way, Mark. What do you have for us? Right, this week, dancing, bunnies and James Blunt. Brilliant. Simple. Stick around, it's a brand new episode of Baffle, just finishing my tea. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right, so, yeah, the thing is, right, I've had a full day of, like, being up. Yeah. As I record this, it's coming to the end of a, a long day of being up. So I'm starting high. Hmm. You're, you're mellowing me out, Connor. Yeah, I've had a busy day. I've had a busy day, but I, I'm, I'm getting into it. I just, you know, when you come in and there's there's the heat from the light and the camera, there's a lot going on. This isn't just a podcast anymore. This is like a TV set. Look at it in here. I feel like you're on about twenty percent right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting. I, I literally necked a sprite, and Could, the sprite's kicking in. I'm about to say, can we plug you in and charge you somewhere? Because I'm up here now. Wish you could plug plug in and charge Connor's car. I don't know if you've seen this on his socials, really, but oh. recently. But I would say the man has had a mental breakdown driving around petrol stations this week. Yeah, I'm sick of it, but we can't get into that because I'll definitely say something I regret. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, everyone's fault! Everyone's fault! All I want to say is, if I see one more jerry can... Yeah. Mm. There we go. Yeah. What's Should jerry do doing some- nowadays? Yeah. Should we do some facts? As let's fun as Jerry Can Chat is. Yeah, let, 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 let's do it. Connor, what's your first fact? We're going to go in strong, actually, and we're going to talk about Harry Potter. Uh, Draco Malfoy... One of our fave characters, also... Second favourite character after me. Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that as well. What, what, a... what was your character's name again, Dan? Uh, Dan Simpson. Okay, great, brilliant. Yeah, Dan Simpson, yeah. <laughs> Raven, uh, first year Ravenclaw. Um, yeah, so Draco Malfoy, who is in Harry Potter, played by Tom Felton. It's been confirmed that throughout the whole 19 hours and 40 minutes of the eight films, he's actually only on the screen for... Half an hour. My favourite bit about that fact <laughs> was that every word Connor said seemed to be a surprise to him. <laughs> yeah, no, it really blew my mind. Yeah, so 31 minutes, 21 seconds to be precise. But out of the whole collection of films, which equals 19 hours and 40 minutes, he's actually only on, on screen for 31 minutes and 25 seconds. Of the whole series, it's not a surprise though, is it? Well, no, it's not a surprise as such, but you, it's not 
a long time, isn't it? When you think about how much of a significant character he actually plays in the films, he's a big character, isn't he? A big character. But is he, though? Yeah, Draco Malfoy. Famous character. And how much would he have earned for 31 minutes work, eh? A pretty sweet amount. I tell you what, I, I, I got through a time in the late noughties when I was into a lot of indie music. Do you remember that was the, that was the scene? Was that yeah. sort of at the time where your Amdram career was... It was taken in. No, no, no. I think that was when I decided to step aside. Oh, that was the break. That was, yeah. that was when I. So that, you had, that's when you went. I need a few years. So you had a break. Sat in the room. Indie music was playing. Music, we're talk, I mean, we're talking. It's a real gap year. Obvious indie music as well. Most of the time, you know, the Pigeon Detectives. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, who else was it? I was a um, the Wombats. Out, huge. Still love the Wombats. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, at that time. I was really into felt beats, which was Tom Felton's kind of musical experimentation. He's got his his tune. If you want to look it up, look up a song by Tom Felton, felt beats called "Time Well Spent." So I am. It's very like Californian surf rock. I'm a big fan. You're going to hear more of Tom Felton in felt beats than you are him on Harry Potter. But if you listen to the song for over thirty one minutes, yeah. But you know, I think that's a like yeah. Like, you might well, see I mean, it. The film is called Harry Potter. It's not called Draco Malfoy, is it? Well, he was, he was about 2.5% they worked out of the entire run of Harry Potter. He was actually on screen. But I think it's the same with... Isn't it? It's, it's interesting to hear the figure laid out. I don't think it's a surprise that someone who's not the main character isn't in it a lot. Because also it tricks you, isn't it? Like, he'll be there for a long time filming. I remember when I was there with him filming, we'd have many and many a chat about how... Uh, yeah, I did speak to him actually there. Is that? Did you have a little chat with him in the toilet? And was like, yeah, I've, you know, I've taken a wild break. I just thought I'd have to step back in. I told and... you I did speak with him in the toilet, didn't I? Yeah, Robert Brid- Pattinson, brilliant. Um, a friend of mine who was also did, did, uh, he, did who... he walk in the toilet and then go like, who the hell are you then? No, he walked in and went, oh my god, it's the guy from Rosemary and Time. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh my, my a friend of mine who I was also working on the show with, uh, on 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 the picture with, yeah, uh, she sat next to Tom. In in a, in all of the first name in all of the uh, the great hall scenes, so I got to know from. I think we share the same birthday. There we go. Quick one on the fact, just so I can you know confirm why I liked it as a fact. Yeah, because I feel like I need to with this one. He was a big big role. I understand that with a lot of the second roles or kind of the roles where they're the bad guys. But yeah. he was a big he was a very big character. Draco Malfoy in Harry Potter. He but was he a big was... name. He was in it. A, well, he wasn't it that much, actually. But he's no. a very famous character. He was up there like top four or five characters. And he's only been in there 31 minutes. I think it's pretty crazy. But he's not the main villain. No, he's not the main villain. Fi- Every well, single film had a main had a main bad guy. And then you also had Voldemort on top of that. Hmm. So he's like a tertiary bad guy. A tertiary bad guy. Yeah, I'm just sitting here like, tertiary? It is, uh, it was a, it is annoying. To be a to be a, to be a second run on the, uh, on the old cast list is annoying. That had to be there a long time. Not much out of it. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. A dancing plague hit Strasbourg in 1518. Dancing plague. A dancing plague. Plague as in people. Right. I mean, famously, that's what plague means, people. Just define for me what a plague is. Virus. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but then I saw her dancing and I was like... Yeah. Is there a so I imagine version? it's a virus that's making a load of people dance. Yeah. So... A plague basically means a, a virus that just spreads really, really quickly between oh, them. Really relatable for everybody, COVID-19. Right. So in 1518, Strasbourg, which is obviously in France, for those who don't know, Connor, uh, was hit with a mystery illness. The dancing plague struck the town and 400 people danced day and night until they died from heart attacks, exhaustion or strokes. Well, do you know what? There's a lot worse you can get from a plague. You look at COVID-19, we've been locked up, we've lost our taste and smell. We've had... You've not been able to go on holiday? I've not been able to go on holiday in two uh, years. No break. I mean, Nightmare. Come I, out of it. I mean, woe is Connor. Come out of woe it. Woe is Connor. Went out of loo roll. 
No petrol. You should, Here, you, you catch a common cold and you're dancing like a nutcase. You, you know what you should have done? What? Stocked up on loo roll and fuel like everyone else. Yeah. You're a mug. Yeah, I am, yeah. Muggins. Why Why do they catch this? What started it? Uh, so, historical documents are unclear on this. However, there are some contemporary thoughts on this. One is that it was due to a fungi which they were eating, which was basically LSD. Okay. So essentially, loads of people took a lot of LSD, danced a lot, and then died because of the side effects of it. So heart attacks, exhaustion, strokes. That's one thought process. The other is that it might have been a demonic possession. Yeah, it's not that. It's probably not that, is it? Uh, and, and other than that, there's not a lot of theories on it. But what we do know from historical documents is that uh, doctors, there's doctor's notes on it. There's cathedral notes where they were saying sermons and prayers for these people. There's local and regional chronicles. It was even noted by Strasbourg City Council at the time. What year are we talking again? We're talking 1518. I'm going back. If I could go back to any time, that's up there. 1518. Because I just want to see all these people... Off their heads on hallucinogenics, not knowing what to do, possibly even eating more of the fungi because they think this might be the cure. So it's just this self-fulfilling prophecy, this cycle that's going around. Like, you know what people are like when they've done things here. You go to festivals, you see it. Imagine what it was like in 16th century Germany. I think my favourite bit about this, how long do you reckon this lasted? A couple of weeks. Started with one woman in July, ended by early September. Three three months. Three months. Three Three months. months. It's just constant of different groups of people getting what they called the dancing play. What a time to do it over summer. Well, exactly. I mean, let's face it, if you're going to do it at any point... Festival season, Festival wasn't it? season, That's exactly. What's going on? We got like any... Well, 15... When was it? 1518. So no, we don't have any video footage if that's what you're asking. No. Need a bit of proof on that, really, don't we? 500 years ago. Mm. I've given you the proof. Physician notes, cathedral sermons, local and regional chronicles, notes by Strasbourg City not, Council. Not of the iPhone out there. Yeah. No, they didn't. Although they did have the prehistoric tablet, of course, that we've spoken <laughs> so about. So I can't in pick the past. this up in any like Instagram page highlights. It's pr- probably not. Probably not going to turn reels. up on your TikToks. No, not on reels. Didn't happen. No. No. So the drugs were just free then. You weren't getting little. Well, I mean, it wasn't just like a stall going free LSD here and big arrows pointing into it. It just so happened that the food they were eating, which was a uh, a local kind of fungi, it's like a mushroom sort of thing, had is very structurally related to LSD. Fungi, fungi, if you will. He yeah, said fungi, fungi, so I think f- I, I would go for fungi. I'll go fungi, yeah, fungi, fungi, yeah. fungi. There was a lot of fungi there dancing <laughs> in their house. Yeah. Here you go. I'm going to rank us three as dancers. Go yeah. for it. I think. Make in, sure you do this right as well. I think in skill. And technique, yeah, Connor, number one. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think he's quite in time. Yeah, I mean, we can all be in time, but I think you're quite uh, calm with it. You're yeah. quite restricted. What, what's the word? What's the word when someone's a bit just kind of like chilling with it? You know? Yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, grooving. Groove you you don't give a lot out. Yeah, Mark's. Re- I can already see Mark waiting for Dan to explain what Mark's going to be like. He's sitting. He's preparing himself. Most enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am flamboyant. Flamboyant. Yeah. I tell you where I'm going. Right into the middle. I'm wearing a loud shirt. Everyone's known I'm there. Everyone's yeah. gonna have a great time with me. Yeah, you are right in the middle of the wedding. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. you're the one. Because wedding. sometimes, because sometimes, you know, when you go to a wedding and they've paid a lot of money for a band or a dance floor, and no one's going up because no one knows what to do. Everyone's yeah, faffing around eating their food or having a beer or something. You need someone to go in there and encourage. I am that man. I should charge a service for that. Are you the one that when their nan's having a boogie on her own, you go over and sort of grab her hands and you get her moving? I can do that, sure. Then you I take could, her in I the toilet. I can do anything you want. Now, school teacher. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Shirt untucked, tie around the head, a couple of buttons undone. I would say, I would say the no, rhythm, but no sense you're of mi- what looks good. You're missing the key bit. 
a light owl in his hand. A light owl. Light I, like, owl. I like top. Yeah, light top. I like yeah. top because he needs the hydration for the moves. Yeah. I would say you've got rhythm, but no sense of what looks aesthetically pleasing. I think that is absolutely outrageous. Describe yourself as a dancer. Uh, no moves, no rhythm. I think that's the... That, that's the main issue. Are you in a bit of a? I I am I'm very I'm a very reserved dancer because I'm aware I'm not very reserved. That's the, that, that's the that's you, the word I was thinking are about. You're the you, type Connor? of guy sometimes where because I can imagine you being this guy where you're up there, everyone's dancing around you. Sometimes being being a dad guy and you're like, why is this happening? Oh, no, at that point, the running man's getting busted out. Yeah, oh, he, he's the guy. So one move, I've got absolutely. You are also failed. the guy as well that will have that one little stain on the shirt from the spillage. Yeah, yeah. He, I tell you what, he's. He's got, and whenever I'm doing this and, you know, peacocking a little bit, Mark might be the guy that's annoyed and then comes over and tries to take some of the attention from me. What I think we can do as well is we can all kind of imagine the conversations here. You, say we was all together, yeah. me and you were standing watching Dan dance, you would be the guy that would look at me and go, look at this dickhead. That, that would be your comment, wouldn't it? Out of envy. Yeah. Mm. Dan, if you was dancing, would look at me and go, what's wrong with this man? Is he okay? Is everything well? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then both of you about me would be like, I wish I was as cool as that guy. No, it's the reverse. Oh, what? What? Why? The opposite. Absolutely not. You would annoy me. Your, your, your reserved, I'm too cool for this would, would aggravate me. I would go out of my way to dance in your face to annoy you. Do you know what, though? I'll be honest with you. I think me and you would work wonderfully. Yeah, because you would bring out of me what I want out of me. I'd be a little bit reserved. You'd be like, come over here. Next thing you know, I've got my trousers on my head and I'm doing everything you do. Right, time for my first fact of the show. And I'll give it to you now. This is one of the best things I've ever heard. So this is the best fact. I yeah, that's I, right. We know how to structure shows, people. We don't keep you waiting. Get I, it done out of the way. <laughs> let you leave. I love it. I I think you might find it a bit of a damp squib, but I'm fine with it. We've got <clears> a strap in. Yeah, do what right. you want. Assume assume the fat position if you'd like. I'm ready. If you stand next to Big Ben, yes. Just as it chimes, yes. And then get a radio, yes. And listen to the chimes on the radio, yes. You'll hear it through the radio before you hear it from Big Ben itself. Okay, I have issues with this. Um, he's just said it chimes, then you get the radio. But you no, no, no. So you're stood there on Westminster Bridge, wherever it is, right next to Big Ben. Yep. Right next to the Elizabeth Tower. The bell is Big Ben. You've got a little boom speaker on your shoulder, tuned into Radio Four when they play the chimes live twice a day. We could just use the app. Yeah, but no, there'd be a delay. DAB. There'd be no. Yeah, there'd be a delay. Have to be FM. Instantaneous. Yeah. You're listening to FM radio through your radio. Isn't Radio Four only on AM? Yeah, back no, in no, comparison. No, it's on FM. Oh, yeah, they got their FM license, I remember. Did you? Nerdy radio chat aside, you're listening to it. They play it out live twice a day. You will hear the bongs quicker on your radio than you will it being from the actual So Big they ben use itself. a pre-recorded chime. No, 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 it's live. It's live twice a day. You will I hear really it. I don't believe that. It's true. I've seen videos where they've proven it. How did... Because, right. it's because they record it at source. It's sent through radio waves. Radio waves travel at the speed of sound which uh, speed of light rather which is quicker than the speed of sound wow Just however well. however that then needs to go into but it all travels the system which then comes back i, I don't believe it i have I seen it i have it. seen it honestly yeah. mind-blowing does pythagoras theorem come into this at all nothing to do with it <laughs> no but you you keep showing that in whenever you hear something smart yeah I just, I, I was going One of these days yeah. it'll be right. I you was know, unsure. You know what you should do? You should go to uh, hospitals in surgeries in the wards when they're cutting someone over and go, oh, bit of Pythagoras theorem in there, is it? Does the radio frequency multiply by pi? <laughs> no. But I, I, I tried. 
it, mate, it, are they your two things? It makes no sense to me. I accept it. And I like it. Well, what is pie? 3.12 recurring. Huh? 3.12 recurring? No. 3.14. 1.4. Yeah, three point one four one two. It doesn't recur. That's the point. That there. Is pi is a never ending number. If anyone, I knew that. If anyone ever said, "What's Mark like?" We just have to get really famous. Clip that. Three one one four. <laughs> so Mark, I I just like us to be correct on our maths. Wow, genuinely, I'm I'm quite blown away by that. I had absolutely no idea that science is crazy. I really cool fact. Thank Maybe you. one of my favourite facts. You did big it up as the best, and it's really cool. I know that you're completely against this, but I'm really there with it. Connor, what's your second fact of the show? Uh, so Kate Winslet was in Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio. Brilliant um, fact, thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, she found out that she'd be sharing a nude scene with DiCaprio. So what did she do? She just flashed him there and then on the first scene. Everything out, broke the ice, got right into the actor's spirit. The rest of it was wonderful. The director was giving it a round of applause by the end. First scene, got it all out, broke the ice. I mean, in fairness, this is what you do on first dates, right? Yeah. You just get there, flash, and immediately go, look, you've seen it all now. Well, the thing is, he's a little bit awkward, isn't it, I would assume. No matter how good you are of an actor, that first time that you actually do the sex scene or the intimate scene with an actor, mm-hmm. it's definitely it's going to take some takes unless it works wonderfully. What a way to break the ice. You can imagine instantly laughter, relaxation. She just went, bosh. There's a picture online of where, as, as well of her doing it, <sighs> cape open. And DiCaprio's there like that. That's how you found this, isn't it? You weren't searching for facts. You were just searching for the pictures. And went, oh, that makes sense. I was definitely in a deep Google of celebrity nudes, but we'll move on from I, that. I tell you what, just takes me back when I was in pictures. This is the type of shenanigans that you get up to on set. What, in Rosemary and Time? Or closer. So what, did an old lady flash her bit for you? Was on? When the cameras went on. So what, in Harry Potter then? Was I had there, to get the job in, somewhere, in, in the Great Hall, was it? Was their ice broken? Did Tom Felton just get his old boy out? And you were all like, hey, we all feel good now. Old oh boy was Dumbledore on stage. Why? I don't know. I don't know. So in your time of acting, this happened? Yeah. You don't need to prove any more. I'm not proving it. Just... You have been an actor in it's all, in it's, all it's always nice to mention, isn't have it? Have you ever had lines? In what? Anything. I think that's just yeah. the actor's life, isn't it? In a lot. Just lines in the bathroom, you know. In a lot, yeah. Have you ever been recognised on the street for being in something? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Okay, by anyone that you didn't know previously. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? When we took a show to Edinburgh, I was, I was recognised in the, in the bar a couple of days later. I've had that before. Where you conveniently stood next to your poster, just like, I'm just going to stand here. Yeah. Just, uh, and did you have your cape in your hand in the Great Hall? <laughs> I was in Harry Potter. No, well, no, I had the um, I had the old nude lady next to me from when she flashed me when we were on set, so people had put two and two together. Uh, by the way, while we're on... Nude women. No, uh, f- famous people releasing obscure songs... What's one of the greatest songs of the noughties? Maybe late nineties? Is it Kate Winslet and What If? What If I Never Let You Go? Would you be the man I used to know? What Actually, a song! Absolute banger! What a song! Not what you would expect from Kate Winslet, but I've, I'll be honest, I think it's more successful than I've her movie career. No idea what that sounds like. I tell you what, it was from. Can you give me a little bit? What? What? Have you got pitch? Can you pitch me? What? If... No. What? What if I had never let you go? Would you be the man I used to know? I did that badly on purpose. I can normally do it better. When I've done my various roles and they ask me to sing, I do do it better than that. Yeah, of course. It's a great song, though. Would, would you say that you're a triple threat? Actor, dancer, singer? Quadruple. Quadruple. What's, the, what's, what's your fourth bow? Stage combat. 
Of course. Stage combat. combat. Yeah. Mate, if we got on stage together, I would lay you out, I reckon, within 30 seconds. But that's not the point, is it? Well, we're combating. No, but the point is you don't I make contact. I you. You defend combat. No, I would say that if you knock him out, you're bad at stage combat. Yeah. You I don't want that. Do you know what? I would love to see Dan make it and be at the top. Can you imagine how irritating he would be on set? Genuinely. If he got to the top, he'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's why I'm in the Great Hall. Like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a gap year. Like... You'd be one of those ones. Why am I getting this? You'd have a full wider in the neck. You'd have a full wider, wouldn't you? I'm sitting here educating you about experience in life on set in the upper echelons in Hollywood Hollywood world, and you're having a go at me. We have. I would love to know how many episodes we've done where you've mentioned your picture time. Probably less than you've mentioned your IBS. Yeah, fair enough. Mark, what's your second fact of the show? Napoleon's biggest defeat might not have been Waterloo, but instead. To some bunnies. Please, just drop me out. <laughs> really, I think I need some, like a holiday. Or just... Napoleon and Waterloo, I'm lost already. What would it... What? What happened in Waterloo with Napoleon? Have you ever heard the song Waterloo by ABBA? Yeah, Waterloo. Yeah. yeah. It's a what lot of if I had never <laughs> let you go? Waterloo, it's all about um, the Battle of Waterloo when Napoleon was defeated. Yeah, by the Duke of Wellington. Very, fa- very famous battle in history. I yeah. would say one of the most famous. So top, top five. So Napoleon didn't get defeated oh, because of, no Instagram reel about it. No, yeah, no. How are you meant to know? Yeah. So he didn't get defeated by the big fight. It was well. I mean, he he did lose the Battle of Waterloo, uh, but he also suffered defeat at the hands of rabbits as well. After a military victory, Napoleon's chief of staff organised a rabbit hunt to celebrate. Didn't quite go to plan. Thousands of rabbits were brought in to be set loose instead of. Uh, hopping away when the cages opened, they turned and attacked Napoleon and his group of hunters. After failing to shoo them away, uh, Napoleon ended up just running for his carriage and being driven away. Big fan of that. I tell you what, I watched an episode of a quiz show the other day where that was an answer and I didn't get it right and I didn't know why and you've helped me out See? with that. Yeah. Connor's still lost because he has no idea what Napoleon. Napoleon. Napoleon, short French bloke. Here we go. Give me... Any question you've got about history, anything that you've thought about history before that gets mentioned, ask it now, free of any mocking, and we'll do our best. I just, I think I've got more of a question. I mean, I mean, that is what he's asking for. Give me any question. And you went, I've got more of a question. Pretty young guys. Yeah. Yeah. Both of you. Fair. Mark, fact, fair. That's what we do. Bit of a fact. The conversation that comes off the back of that fact is Dan, who's still very young. <laughs> Watching a quiz show the other day. It's funny, actually. You know, that question popped up. You know, now you've helped me with the answer. Oh, really, really Dan? You, you, what? Just what? But my problem is, and look, I don't want to get into a deep dive what, what? In, in the way that why you're closed-minded, Connor. But people can be multifaceted. I can enjoy quiz shows. I can enjoy football. Mm. I can be a young prodigy of an actor. Sure. I can do all of these things. And none of that defines me. You seem to think that um, um, you have to be this music-loving holiday-hating, fuel-hating, government-hating person that can't watch quiz shows. You can, afraid... do, you can do anything you want, Connor. No, I'm, yeah, no, I'm I... afraid, Dan. If the quiz show doesn't include boobs, Connor's not interested. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Right, time for my second fact of the show. Connor, what's horsepower? Horsepower? Look, it's the car, isn't it? It's two of cars. But what does it mean? No idea. You don't? No. Do you? Uh, I mean, this can look weird on socials because I'm half in a isn't jumper, it just half a re- out. Is it just a recording, like a like a way of recording so like the horsepower? A song. horse is one horsepower, right? So James Watt, who was a Scottish inventor and engineer, he was trying to stir up interest in his new and improved steam engine. He needed to pitch a product, uh, but there was no way to show people how it could be measured. So he watched some mill horses at work. And what mill horses would do, they would be tied to the mill. You know, like in a water mill, you yep. see that? The water makes that go. But mills that were churning different things, maybe grain, they would have horses tied to the shaft that would run around and around and around and around and around. And from this, here's some numbers. What calculated that one horsepower is the equivalent to a horse doing 33,000 foot-pounds of work in a minute? And that's what... And that's enough to raise water from the bottom to the top of a hundred foot well, a thousand foot well in uh, 60 seconds. And it's that that equals one horsepower. It's a pretty like twisted way of working at it. And it was just marketing. Like as in when people say, oh, uh, that's 33,000 horsepower. I think people think it's the equivalent to 33 horses, thousand horses. But it's actually the equivalent to that doing a very specific type of work. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, and more than that. Well, Don't you sit there being like, oh, yeah, I know this. Uh, that makes perfect sense, actually. Well, I mean, Great like, like right? if, if you imagine, it. right, rather than horsepower, right, baffled host power, right, there is a massive difference between the three of us in terms of what we could do. So, like, 33,000 baffled, ho- baffled, ho- baffled host power, get it out essentially, would be very different if you're comparing you to Connor, for example. Because you might go somewhere, if I had 33,000 Connor power... 
nothing's nothing's getting nothing's done. happening nothing's getting nothing's done. happening I'm going to hear a lot of whirring and just annoyance, yeah. but nothing's getting done. Yeah, I see loads of success. A lot of tweeting on Instagram about how he's annoyed he is yeah. he's got to do this. Utmost uh, amount of success, I. Yeah? Mm. Okay. So you um, can't just say, oh, it's just one horse. Just, <clears throat> just one just one horse, because all horses are different. It's, I'm very confused, but I know that it's great. I'm just very confused. I've got a quick question. I'm, I'm confused. Has it got anything to do with Pythagoras' theorem? No. I, I'm just very confused. You love your cars, so next time, I do, I next do, time yeah. you're wandering around the old... <laughs> The old car showroom and you're and you go, Oh, I like this one. This motor and then you give it a kick and then oh, what's the horsepower on this? And they go, uh, thank you for asking, sir. This is the horsepower and you go, I know what this means and then it you do your thing. It's confusing though, isn't it? It's quite a confusing fact. I tell you what that fact has given us. What? Me doing a fantastic impression of both of you. And also good knowledge. I couldn't recite it back to you, but there's something there for people, which is good. You can always get in touch with the show, by the way. It's info at bafflepod.com or on Instagram at bafflepod there. And sometimes we go on TikTok. When was the last TikTok we did? Uh, we've, we've done a few recently. We, had a, we started a TikTok argument the other day with one video. Who's doing that? So we put up the you. video. I, you know that I put the... You know my rant about Miss Universe, which ended up being a rant about America saying they're world champions at everything. Right. An American took big offence to that. And uh, at least we're making waves that any press is good press. Yeah, it was a, there was a mini argument between TikTok users and our TikTok at Baffled Party if you want to check it out. Get in there and back who, us up. Who was controlling the baffled TikTok at the point of the argument? Was it yourself? No, we weren't involved in the argument. We oh. just put up the video and then an argument happened between users. Oh, okay, fine. I thought there was an argument from Baffle Pod. No, take no, that. no. Yeah, I'll take that, yeah. Take that. Arguing with a couple of 13-year-old girls about America. Yeah. That sounds Mark Street. You can always get in touch and say info at baffleboard.com. Anyone done that? Uh, yeah, Emily has got in touch. She says, hi, guys. Finally binged enough to the episode where you call out the Aussie listeners. Been trying to catch up as quick as possible. Love you guys. Keen to keep on listening. Well, she has just got to episode 80. And that's apparently where we start calling out the Aussie listeners because that's where they start to find us. So she's done pretty good work to binge us that far. Do not. It's going to take her months to get to this bit where we shout her out. But, you know. what? Um, do not call Mark up on anything, especially on the TikTok. What? What number are we at now? Uh, well, this is episode 114. Is that of all of them? Of all Connor explains included. Yep. And she's just got to episode 80. So oh. she's got 34. She's got I tell you what. to go, yeah. M. 17 weeks. Embo. So you've got 17, how many episodes, sorry, you say? 17 weeks worth of episodes, more or less. Yeah. Get, drop us an email, infoatbafflepod.com, and let us know when you're listening to this, just so I can kind of chart how quickly you've binged. It's a very nice use of the Pythagoras theorem then. Yeah? To get to the 17 weeks, I completely understood how you done that quick. Yeah, A squared equals B squared equals C squared. Minus four. Yeah. Last fact of the show. Connor, hit me up. Eminem set the Guinness World Record with a track called Rap God. Have you heard it? Surprisingly not. You haven't, Mark? Of course I have. Is it the one where he sings about the real Sin Shady? It was actually it's quite a big track. absolute jam. I listen to it every morning. It was a very, very, very big song. It's called Rap God. The idea of it was Eminem wanted to show just how good of a rapper he was, hence the name Rap God. I understand the vibe. Uh, he set a Guinness World Record for the most words in a hit single. The song has a record-breaking 1,560 words, and that was all done within six minutes and four seconds. He averaged 4.28 words per second. During that whole single. I'm calling blah, 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 bullshit. No. Because having heard the song, it does happen. It does. But I also think that part of it is him just going, Surely going well, it actually, needs what to I be- said was this whole verse. Surely it needs to be 
intelligible. Surely you have to make out the words. Well, if someone's just going, oh no, I did make. I mean, in fairness, if it has to be intelligible, that rules out all Nicki Minaj songs ever. We, we, much we, of this we're getting to the well. next bit. One section of the song features ninety-seven words in fifteen seconds, which is six point five words per second. Do you want me to do the bullshit again? Yeah, go on. Yeah. I'm calling bullshit. Well, it does spark a very good debate because this does is, it? Yeah. Does it? Ah! I mean, it, it does when I spark it myself. Mm. Today we've come here today for a debate. We've got both sides of the argument. We've got the rights, the lefts. So we've come here for a very big debate today. It's all about Eminem and his track, Rap God. Thank mm-hmm. you for joining us. Connor, uh, please come to the floor and uh, announce the, the, the subject of the debate. Thank you. So my debate here is about the Guinness World Record world. Because there's people that have been setting Guinness World Records. Quite recently, actually, there was one that went viral on Twitter of a guy that was apparently reading a book, the quickest it's ever been done. There was no... It was just noise. It's noise. So at what level do you accept it as it is words, it is just noise? So, 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 Guinness World Record people, me and Dan have one, and Mark, actually, we all have one. Everyone in this current boiling studio has a Guinness World Record they are quite strict about it. Like they are quite strict about what you need to do, what yeah. need to, so what, I'm saying, at the time. Like, when I sit, yeah, when we we set one together on the same. It's not an easy thing. They're pretty. They're not just like, oh yeah, you done all right. Yours you can have it. Too. Mine was really easy. Yeah, let's well. look at a picture of a football club badges that didn't have the things on. Half of them were Chelsea and Man United. But let's yeah. not underplay it. We've both got the same certificate. Yeah, painful. <laughs> but yeah, at what level do you kind of go with stuff like that? This is ridiculous. You know, like how can you? Uh, look, the noise. If, if, if if you were going to start questioning Guinness World Records. We don't have enough time in this podcast. No. Having a go, are Yeah. I mean, yeah. I say Big this as someone who has to. two Guinness World Records, which are completely ridiculous. It is. That is the point. You also feel like catching soft toys, aren't they? Yeah. So you think that someone who has done... Which, in fairness, is actually a skill, unlike Connors. But... Do you know the best bit about Mark's Guinness World Record as well? And we will dig the video out for you to all maybe watch. Mark just stands there and creates... No, that's Sean. I throw it. I do the hard bit. Oh, you deserve the record. Thank you very much. So, Mark's, you, Mark's actually passionate about this as well. He's like, no, it's not a two-man thing. I've done the hard bit. You know, some people will have Guinness World Records for going to the most amount of countries in the shortest amount of time or yeah. running the most amount of marathons or y- y- saving lives. Like, good, worthy things. Yeah. They have, as Connor's pointed out, the exact same certificate as you. Hmm. I know. I, and, and I'll be honest, I feel a bit guilty about it. I've got I've until got, I start bragging about it, and then I'm okay. With I've got it. a good one. Most amount of football teams named by a badge in a minute. This is the problem. Mine is it's just too wordy. Like to explain it is such a ball ache. Mine is most amount of Taylor Swift songs named by their first line within a minute. It's just I, my word. Like people are falling asleep by say. I think the issue I have with our world records and with a world record like that is that you only get it if you're in a position to get it. Like if you are Usain Bolt, for example, and you set the world record for the fastest 100 metres, that's because you were genuinely the fastest man in the world because you've done it in a race where people are qualified and you've won and you've smashed everyone, right? Average Joe on the street can't go and do that. There's nothing saying that Average Joe on the street can't name more Taylor Swift songs than you did in one minute by their first line. However, they just haven't tried. Well, so no, no, no I disagree because Usain Bolt has won that world record because he's been given an amazing body which lets him run that fast. I have been given a mind which let me memorise Taylor Swift lyrics with the training that I did, which also, which is, you know, he has done training for his, I've done training for... And I'm being I serious, bet you I, I could find someone who could easily beat your record. Yeah, the, the thing, 
But that... I don't think you could easily find someone who could beat you. No, okay, like... well, that's fair. I would, say, I would say mine wasn't easily beatable. As in, I, I, I could probably go and do it again and do it better. I think if you got a Taylor Swift fan, they would beat you. Yeah, probably. But then I'm a get, Taylor Swift fan. proper Swift. No, 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 because I'm a Taylor Swift fan, and for most of the lyrics that I had to identify, I heard one word. So, mm. you know, Taylor Swift fans aren't doing that. And I still, by the way, I still get... Girls from Singapore banging onto me every night, saying, oh, I can be your record, I can be your record. See, I think they could. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. James Blunt developed scurvy in university because he ate only meat for two months, out of principle to annoy vegetarian classmates. That's annoying, isn't it? I'm glad I'm happy. Dickhead. (laughs) I love James Blunt. But that's, a, that's atrocious. People who are vegetarian do it for good reasons. Oh, here we go. Making them eat meat, uh, just go. eat stuff in Stra- meat. Strap yourself in, get what, yourself what some tofu. What are you proving? What are you proving? I mean... Like, that's not annoying to me. I'm a vegetarian. It's not annoying. If you, some, if you were to just eat meat all the time, I literally would not care. I'd think you're I'd a bellend, but I would not care. Whoa, I mean, whoa, I, I whoa, mean, whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, 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 why? Because, well, but you, so you're enticing me to get into this now. Well, no. Just because you, you choose to do it, don't mean I got to choose to do it, Mister. You know, you chick, say that this, Mr. Mr. You say this doesn't annoy you, but you are getting very annoyed right now. Yeah, all of a sudden a bit irate. It's what you vegetarians do, isn't it? The minute you're a bit, what the? F-? You know, it's just. No. In fairness, it's because they haven't got a balanced diet. They're missing a lot of, you know, the protein. Look, all I'm saying is when you've seen that there's an option where you can eat pretty much something that tastes the exact same as meat without having to kill what? animals, okay, that's right. fine. This is where I intervene. This sparks a good debate. It doesn't taste the f***ing same. This is what really bugs me. It depends me, what right? you're eating. Everybody that is vegetarian and vegan goes, yeah, well, you know, you could just eat like a Beyond Burger. Like, it tastes the same. It doesn't taste the same. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. I order Beyond Burgers. I think they're lovely. But it doesn't taste the same. So I would disagree. I think Beyond Burgers... Like vegan cheese literally tastes yeah. like a dingleberry yeah, on a plate. It's true. But the dingleberry, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, is a piece of poo that attaches to your bum hair. But the problem is you're acting like like vegetarian and vegans care. Like they know this. They've made the decision. Mm, no. Well, if we just, just rewind 35, 40 seconds ago... You got a little bit irate about the. No, it's in, it's in. I don't. I don't care bit. that. I don't care that. Mark's still recovering. I, what I'm saying is, I don't care that I'm. I can't. Well, I can because I'm vegetarian. But I don't care that I can't have. I'm missing out on chicken because. But you I, do like, care please, that other people are eating it because you're getting very annoyed about this. No, I don't. Well, I. All right. So hang on. This is going to make me sound very preachy. I don't think it's fine. You're a vegetarian. People are used to it. I don't think. I don't think the taste of chicken justifies. The fact that it exists. Steak and bacon, on the other hand. Steak and bacon equally. I don't, I don't think the taste of it, I don't think one nice meal, when you could eat other things, justifies the fact that it exists. That's my problem with it. The James Blunt thing, I mean, the, the fact I'm that... Kind he, of, I'm kind of with Dan on the James Blunt thing. He's just being a bit of a knob, isn't he? The fact, and I like James Blunt, but the fact that he's done this makes him a bellend. I don't care about the fact that he's done it, but the Sorry, fact makes, that he's got... Makes him a what? Bit of a bellend. The fact that he's got scurvy, it's like, right, you've tried to annoy us and you've been taken down. Hoisted by your own patard. Tofu is Last fact of the show, and I'm going to set Mark up for the sweetest of dad jokes here. Thank you. Mark, where are your buccaneers? Where are my buccaneers? Tampa Bay. No. Oh, no. <laughs> where are your buccaneers? Under your buccaneer. That's the dad joke. Oh. I thought you'd know that. Anyway, uh... That's just a nice way for me to segue into this. Yeah, always just subscribe if you're new as well. What is a, <laughs> what, what is a buccaneer? I mean, that's so bad that even I didn't think of it. 
What is a buccaneer? I've no idea. Oh come on, what's a buccaneer? It's a pirate. Yeah, this is you're not going to care about this. But buccaneer actually comes from the the the, the one a French word that means barbecue. Listen, that's quite cool. You know, pirates are these. Right, uh, I think we need pirates. Are, the buccaneers are pirates that go around the world, um, nicking stuff, pillaging, fighting, killing, and their name comes from something an old French word that meant uh, barbecue because they would cook meat on a barbecue, a specific okay. Brazilian barbecue. I I I will just. Ask this first. Did barbecues exist before buccaneers exist? Yeah. They were, it's a 17th century French word for runaway sailors who lived in the forests of Haiti and cooked their meat on a boucan, which is a Brazilian wooden barbecue. I'm going to shut my laptop because that's the fact and the episode done. Connor's not okay with that. I just, <laughs> a First one, unreal. That one. I thought it was quite good. That's quite good. Could potentially be. No, I, I think that's Mark. interesting. It's Nigel Worthy. No, but it's interesting, isn't it? And that, that's just something you hadn't heard before, and it's oh, okay. I wouldn't have thought that. Well, no, I tell you what is, I tell you what isn't interesting about it. You've given me a word that I never knew existed, buccaneering, <laughs> and then you've told me that it's from a barbecue in France. Like, Here's the thing, Connor. I think, I think that's the issue here that Connor is learning the word for the first time, so he doesn't care where it came from because he's just more worried about the fact that he's learning about it. Let me take you just behind the curtain of the of the baffled podcast for one second. Sometimes we have discussions on WhatsApp. Where you are sometimes worried that maybe you're presenting yourself as too much of a moron, aren't you? Oh, it's happened. Yeah, so you've had this thing and you're worried you're, you're playing too much of the village fool. Yeah, yeah. And you want to make sure that people know you're smarter than that. Mm. But then you don't know the word buccaneer. We'll do a survey in Essex and I'll get back to you on that one. What have we learned this week? Well, James Blunt can be a bit of a bellend. No offence, James. I love you, but it's um, quite mean. Also... Uh, a load of people in the olden days, way before Connor cares, way before Instagram reels, they got high and started a dancing plague. That's a lot of fun. And what if I had never let you go? You can sing along. You know the words. Would you be... Listen to that. Kate Winslet, what if? Listen to Tom Felton, time well spent. Thank me later. And then review us on Apple Podcasts and get in touch info at baffledpod.com. We will see you Friday. We've got a brand new episode of Connor Explains there. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. We would be lucky to get a two-star today. Two? Yeah. That's all about striving for the three. Mediocrity, people! We will get the three. And thank you for being here to learn about my historic motion picture career in the flicks. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 